Bank of Clark County is making it easy to give to local charities. We're featuring a different one at each of our Bank of Clark County locations. To find out how you can support their good work, visit our website at www.bankofclark.bank or follow us on our social media channels and the hashtag GiveWithBOCC. Happy Holidays from all of us at Bank of Clark County. Member FDIC. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh, oh my! Welcome back to Dream of the Damned, our series about the Disney princess stories, movies, and musicals, and anything else we can think of. Today we are discussing the Middle Eastern folktale Aladdin and the Wonderful Lamp. As with our previous princess stories we've covered, this one is also darker than the Disney version we all know and love. And as always, we want to give a shout out to our favorite patron, Boom, so thank you very much for being a patron. Yay, Appreciate thank it. you. <laughs> um... <laughs> While we normally would start out by actually reading the story to you, as we did in the other two that we've done already, this one is about 80 pages long. So instead, we're going to read you a summary um, so that you at least kind of understand what's going on, and then we'll go ahead and start discussing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Colleen, if you want to take it away. It's summary time. All right, Aladdin and the Magic Lamp. Aladdin is a young boy living with his mother in poverty in a town in China. His father died recently, having tried unsuccessfully to persuade his son to knuckle down and learn a trade. Aladdin, however, prefers to go off and play with the other boys in the street. One day, a sorcerer approaches Aladdin, claiming to be his uncle. He convinces Aladdin to work with him, telling Aladdin that if he does what he tells him, the boy will grow up to be rich. Aladdin's mother, who has never met the sorcerer before, is initially suspicious of his claim to be a long-lost relative, but she becomes convinced that the man is genuine. The man shows Aladdin gardens full of beautiful riches, before leading Aladdin down into a cave, telling the boy to fetch an oil lamp found inside. He gives Aladdin a magic ring that will protect him while he searches for it, but when he finds the lamp, Aladdin refuses to pass it up to the sorcerer before he is out of the cave. So the sorcerer seals Aladdin inside the cave with the lamp. But Aladdin, while rubbing his hands together to pray for help, accidentally rubs the ring the sorcerer gave to him, and a genie appears. The genie asks what he can do for Aladdin, and Aladdin says he wants to go home, and so the genie grants Aladdin's wish. Aladdin takes the lamp home with him and tells his mother all about what happened, and about how his long-lost uncle isn't in fact his uncle at all, but a sorcerer. When cleaning the lamp, the mother rubs it and another genie appears. Aladdin and his mother ask for food, and their wish is granted. 
For several years, they both thrive, thanks to the genie's help. Then one day, Aladdin catches sight of the beautiful sultan's daughter, Lady Badar al-Badur, and vows to marry her. He persuades his mother to go to the sultan and requests Lady Badar al-Badur's hand in marriage for Aladdin, giving her some precious jewels Aladdin has obtained thanks to the genie. Sure enough, the sultan is sufficiently impressed by the jewels to grant Aladdin's wish. However, the vizier, the sultan's chief advisor, is not happy with this plan because he had planned for his own son to, lady, to marry Lady Badar al-Badur. The sultan gives the vizier's son three months to come up with an even better gift. If he can do so, then the sultan will let the vizier's son marry his daughter instead. But before the three months have elapsed, Aladdin's mother learns that the vizier's son has married the sultan's daughter, and Aladdin assumes that the sultan has gone back on his promise. He is determined to prevent the marriage from being consummated, and sends the genie to throw the bridegroom in the toilet and transports the sultan's daughter and her bridal bed to Aladdin's home. He lies with the bride, guarding her all night, while she lies there, understandably terrified. In the morning, the genie returns the bride to her groom, who is released from the privy. This merry dance is repeated over several nights until the sultan calls an end to the festivities and declares the marriage null and void. When the original three-month period is over, Aladdin's mother reminds the sultan of his promise, and so the sultan allows Aladdin to marry his daughter, but only after he, egged on by his envious minister, the vizier, has been tasked with producing a dowry of 40 platters of gold. With the help of the genie, Aladdin manages to produce such a gift, sending his mother to the sultan's palace with the platters, and the sultan demands to meet the man who will, who will become his son-in-law. When the sultan meets Aladdin, he is impressed by how wealthy the young man is and welcomes him into, the, into his family, especially when Aladdin builds, or rather commands the genie to build, a huge pavilion next to the sultan's palace for him and the princess to live in. Meanwhile, using his magic and divination, the sorcerer learns that Aladdin survived in the cave and kept the lamp, using it to become fabulously wealthy and marry the princess. So one day, when Aladdin is away hunting, he travels to the pavilion disguised as a merchant who is trading new lamps for old ones. The sultan's daughter, seeing the old magic lamp lying around the pavilion and unaware that it's magic, orders her servant to give the sorcerer the lamp. He then summons the genie of the lamp and orders him to transport the pavilion, complete with the princess, to his home in Africa. When Aladdin returns and discovers his pavilion has gone, he is as shocked as the sultan who decides to cut off Aladdin's head. However, because Aladdin is popular with the people of the city, he accedes to Aladdin's request for a stay of execution, asking for 40 knights to try to track down and rescue the sultan's missing daughter. So Aladdin sets off, unsure of how he will ever recover the pavilion and his wife. Then, as he is thinking, he rubs the magic ring he still wears, and the genie of the ring appears. The genie is unable to override the genie of the lamp, and so cannot restore the pavilion to Aladdin. But he agrees to transport Aladdin to the place where the pavilion now stands. Once there, Aladdin speaks secretly with the princess and they hatch a plan. She will encourage the magician, who has taken a shine to her, asking for wine when they eat together, and then use a drug which Aladdin has bought that will knock the man unconscious. The plan works and Aladdin then appears, disguised as one of the servants, and kills the sorcerer who had caused him so much trouble. 
He then recovers the lamp from the sorcerer's body and demands that the pavilion be returned to its original location back in China. The sultan is overjoyed when he sees his daughter is safe and well, and when Aladdin explains about the evil wizard, the sultan and Aladdin are best of friends again. However, although the sorcerer is dead, he has a brother who is even more evil and intent on avenging his brother's death. So, he disguises himself as Fatima, a holy woman, concealing his beard behind a veil and gaining the trust of the princess, who wishes such a holy woman to come and live in her in Aladdin's pavilion with them. He then tells the princess that the pavilion would be perfect if only they had a rock's egg hanging from the ceiling. When the princess passes this on to Aladdin, he rubs the lamp and summons the genie, who flies into a rage when Aladdin requests the egg, because the rock is the mistress who rules over the genie. The genie also tells Aladdin that he's been tricked by a magician, and Aladdin kills the magician having pretended to have a headache and claimed that he needs the holy woman's healing hands on him. And Aladdin and the princess live happily ever after, with Aladdin becoming the sultan when the lady Badar al-Budur's father dies. The end. <laughs> that's a very, the very end. condensed version, but that's what happened. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Essentially. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, thoughts? I, I will say, when I first started reading this, I, I looked to see how many pages it was because I assumed it was going to yeah. be, you know, 10 pages, kind of like the last couple stories we read. And I looked and it was over 80 pages and I immediately texted Karen and was like, nope. Karen, <laughs> we can't record tomorrow. Yeah. This no, is not going to be read by that. And it took us a long time to actually read it. But like we're here now and we did read it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it is. It's a good story. Yes. Like the writing's really good. It's It was just really daunting have to read 80 plus yeah. pages yeah and this is the um we have the sir richard burton translation i know there's like a bunch of other translations but that's the one we have so if you're looking for yes. the one that we read that's it most of the time you're probably not gonna be able to find that one online yeah. though because <laughs> it's basically shortened in every other instance that i've seen online so there you go <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah but yeah, I don't know. I, I really liked it, but it definitely is a, a time-consuming read, I would say. Yes. It is good. It's, but it's good. It's different, for sure, from the original story that you're going to have known, like, growing up, because that's probably going to be most mm -hmm. people's original. I don't think most people know this story, even though this is the original. Uh, <laughs> but it's very different from Disney, I promise. <laughs> There's a lot in it that's, like, so different. The biggest yeah. one is that Aladdin can just keep wishing for whatever the hell he wants and there's no limit and there's no consequence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another another big difference is the fact that there's a ring yeah. that also has a genie. <laughs> Aladdin does like, have what? one genie. He has two genies. <laughs> And Two. they can both do lots of things. <laughs> yep. And honestly, like, it got to a point, you'll see it in my notes, I think, towards the end. But uh, it got to a point, because I read this over a couple weeks, and it got to a point where I was just like, did I imagine no. that the ring has a that genie? Is a thing. Is <laughs> you that did a not thing? imagine it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I get to the end yeah. of the story, and I was well, like, yeah. oh, good, there is a genie in the ring. I wasn't at the crazy. Beginning, and then you do not hear about it again, because he's using the lamp genie, and then he's all got all yeah. this business with, like, the princess and the sultan. And then at the very end, when he, like, doesn't have the lamp genie anymore, he just randomly is rubbing his hands together, and then you're like, oh, wait, the ring has a genie in it. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah. And it's funny because you would think that he would use the genie of the ring more than he would use the genie of the lamp. 
Yeah. the ring you could take with you everywhere. Technically, you can take the lamp everywhere too, I guess, but it's more bulky and it's not convenient to carry around, you would think. But the ring's on your hand the entire time. I don't know what he was thinking, but it's whatever. (laughs) I was laughing at your notes about the part where... Which one? Like, well, first of all, yes, his dad, like, died probably from like heartbreak that his son was like such a dumbass probably but then when you like said that uh he continued to like do this and that when his mother saw that her spouse had deceased i thought it was funny that you were like how long did it take her to realize Uh that it probably didn't take her that long she probably was just like wow aladdin you killed him you suck (laughs) i was saying it's just the way it's written it's just like uh, it's just like when when she you know finally realized I'm like what how long did it take you to realize that probably not as long as this translation is trying to make it seem um I thought it was really interesting that this supposedly takes place in China when everything that I read online says that the only instance where it makes sense it would be in China is when it says it's in China because everything else is um culturally and uh what geographically or whatever more accurate to middle eastern like countries um because yeah. we don't mention any of like taoism or any of those like the chinese religions but they mention muslims and they mention yeah. jews and yes they literally stay away from the main like three religions in china Editing Karen here. The three religions are Taoism, Confucianism, and Buddhism. But like mm-hmm. they got the Africa part right because we do eventually go to Africa. <laughs> so yes. yay, Africa and China. Yeah, I was like, they're in China. That's well, and the other part to that is that sultans weren't in China. Emperors were in China. Sultans oh. were in the mm-hmm. Middle East. So it's possible yeah. that in translating it, they got the place wrong, or maybe they just didn't live in either place and didn't understand the difference between China and the Middle East. But I don't maybe. know. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I, like, you know, watching the Disney animated film growing up, you know, yeah. I was always like, oh, okay, Middle East, Middle East. But then you read this story and it's like, ah, yes, they were in China land. And I'm like, like how were they what? in China huh? land? <laughs> I was like, are they Chinese? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what's yeah. happening? I don't know. I don't know either. I really don't. Um... But yeah, um, is there anything specific that you really wanted to like talk about since we have a million pages of notes? <laughs> you have more it's notes true, than I do. I do this time. Um, I think, I mean, we can talk about the yeah. uncle and his entrance here uh, because, you know, this quote unquote uncle he comes in and he's like, hey, you know, who's that kid over there? It's like, ah, that's a lad and his father's dead. And the guy's like, <laughs> yeah, ah, he goes, perfect. I'm going to ignore all of Aladdin's friends. And <laughs> yes, this is the boy I will use. 
Like straight up. Yeah, this exactly. Um and he really amps up oh, his, yeah. the whole story. He's like, oh my god, your father, my brother, he's dead, and yeah. just collapses on top of Aladdin. And I'm like, mm, well, that's doesn't a bit he much, say dude. that he was banished? Like, I don't, they don't ever tell us yeah, why he, he, he was he banished. He has a whole story. Just that he was banished, and now he's yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he has a whole story where he's like, oh, I was banished, you know, for, for, for forever, or whatever. And, uh, and he's like, oh, but I decided to come back because I really want to see my brother. Well, and whatever. And the it's best like, part, okay, in my opinion, is when Aladdin goes to his mom and is like, hey, mom, my uncle's here. And she goes, what fucking uncle? <laughs> what? You don't have yeah. an uncle that's living. They're all dead. <laughs> yeah. And so he's like, no, I have an uncle. And so when he he brings yeah, no, him see, to he's her here. she's like, oh. I guess I must be wrong. <laughs> well, because you have to, um, you have to agree with the man, right? That's just how it that is. is the men are always how it right. Is in this story. <laughs> the princess doesn't even have yeah. a name. <laughs> um, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I was waiting mm-hmm. for her name to pop up. I was like, where did they get Jasmine from? They probably just came up with it randomly. I mean, that's like <laughs> that's like in Twisted yep. how she doesn't have a name. That's She's just true. known as Princess. That is true. Hmm. Yeah, so. that's annoying. Yeah, I mean, when, when I was reading the story, I was like, oh man, you know, the the writers for Twisted really did read this story and take some things from it. Yeah, and I'm like, good yeah. on them. Wow, I like it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, so he shows up, he convinces them that he's their long lost, like, family member, you know, and he, he takes Mm -hmm. Aladdin for a fun little spa shopping spree day, you know, let's go party it up in the bazaar, and then Mm -hmm. Aladdin's like, hell yeah, I can be fancy, (laughs) because, because he's like, I'll make you a really rich merchant, I promise, it's fine. But you have to do me a favor. Yeah. <laughs> and Alan's like, okay, I guess. So then Alan's uncle takes him on a walk. And this is when they head out to like the Cave of Wonders, whatever it's called. Yes. You know what? Bef- before we get to that, I want to back up just a little bit. Um, so there's there's a part, there's a line somewhere in here around the time that Aladdin introduces his mother to the uncle and she's like you know i thought about locking aladdin out of the house for good you know like i was i was just gonna let him go but she didn't and i think it's interesting that she kept yeah kept, she kept him around it's interesting because i feel like she should have locked him out <laughs> right yeah another thing too is that you know now that his uncle's here he's like ah to hear is to obey yeah. i obey now <laughs> and i'm like mm, he, i don't he, know about that aladdin he couldn't do that, that to his dad like he couldn't do that to his mom but this random <laughs> dude who just shows up out of the blue and claims he's his uncle he's definitely gonna be able to do it to him <laughs> oh absolutely doesn't make absolutely. any sense absolutely 
Um, but yeah, so they go on their walk, you know, and and his uncle's like, bruh, we're going to go see the best garden yet. We're not going back yet. <laughs> yep. Because Aladdin's like, bro, we've been walking for a while. I'm kind of tired. Like, can we can we go home? Like, I'm not I'm not feeling this mm-hmm. walk anymore. And he's like, no, nah, no, nah, we're, we're not doing that. He's like, chill for a bit. We'll be OK. And so then they go out there like they're in like the desert. <laughs> They they build a little fire, uh-huh. <laughs> and he's like, "I'll show you some yep. pretty real shit, man." Okay, I I got you, I got you, Aladdin, <laughs> I got you. And then he does some weird magic shit, and Aladdin's like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> and he tries to <laughs> run away. <laughs> and I just was reading this, and I was just dying because it was just—it's not written like that, but this is definitely like how I see it happening like in in today's terms in today's terms this is what it is he's like absolutely not and the magician's like hell no i fucking need you (laughs) so you can open the treasure vault (laughs) and so Mm -hmm. so he i'm sorry he literally hits aladdin so hard that his teeth almost fall out (laughs) and aladdin's like what the fuck uncle I, I like how you translate the story in today's times in your notes. At the beginning. <laughs> but yes. <laughs> but this part specifically, this you part definitely so translate it. <laughs> and I had a lot of fun writing it. But seriously, I was just like reading this like, okay, <laughs> why don't they make an actual like mm-hmm. rendition of this story? Because I feel like that would be interesting to see. Right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe they have. I haven't seen any version that isn't Disney, I guess. So uh, I'm sure they exist out there. But yeah, so he's all like, hey, so this is what you're going to do. You're going to open up this cave. It's got like a horde in it, but um, you are the only one who can walk in there. And don't touch anything until you touch the lamp. Because bad things will happen. <laughs> and Aladdin's like, yep. I can't do that. Like, there's no way I can do that. <laughs> and mm-hmm. and he's like, well, you gotta. Because I can't even touch it. Also, be sure to state your name and your parents' names. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Make sure that you go in there. <laughs> I I think that was the most interesting part where it was just like, okay, you have to state your name and your parents' names, and then you can do it. And so I'm like, yeah, I was, okay. I was like, uh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> like it, it almost seems that like Aladdin is the only one who can go in here, but at the same time, it's like, okay, you have to state your name and your parents' names. I almost feel like there should be I multiple agree. people. I agree. I feel this. like there probably are multiple people, but maybe he was the closest or maybe looked like he fit the part i don't know (laughs) or or maybe i mean yeah i guess it would have to be he looked like he fit the part because you know this uncle just shows up and is like ah that's the guy i'm gonna use that kid but but yeah so he said literally don't touch a single thing until you grab the lamp and don't even let your clothes touch a single thing because if they do you're in trouble which is difficult because I think back in that time their clothes were kind of billowy. 
especially after he took him yeah. merchant clothes shopping. <laughs> um, but True. but yeah, so he's like, don't touch anything. Don't let your t- clothes touch anything. Just go get the lamp. It's in the fourth hall. And then you can touch anything and head on back. But if you do anything wrong, you'll become black stone. Have fun. It's <laughs> yep. so Aladdin. Oh my gosh! Yes, I, go I think it. that's. I think that's the most interesting uh, difference between the story and the Disney movie is the fact that yeah. once you get the lamp, you can touch anything. Because in the movie, it's like yeah. you can't touch you anything at all except for the lamp. You can't have anything else, which is very yep. different here. So yeah, yeah, definitely interesting. Um, I'm not really mm-hmm. sure where Disney decided to get that aspect from, but whatever. I think I think it was just to condense the story, you know? They had to take some things out, and if he decided to take gems back, I feel oh, like they would have had to add a whole lot more parts. to the story. That's a good point. Yeah. And it's like, point. kids don't want I that. I want that. Show no, me this whole story out. in modern times, please. <laughs> convince disney to make a version a full version of this specific story i don't know i don't know if i want to support disney in making this (laughs) like i understood i I love disney don't get me wrong but (laughs) i'm a little upset with them right now (laughs) about what specifically (laughs) oh gotcha yes um but anyway He goes in, you know, he does everything correctly, gets the lamp, and then he, you know, fills his pockets. And the lamp is clearly at the bottom of his pockets because it was the first thing he grabbed, okay? So he was like, Mm -hmm, all right, and he just grabbed random stuff. He didn't know what was valuable and what wasn't, you know? I mean, he he essentially thought that all these gems were glass. He was just kind of like, oh, you know, these these will be great. You know, I'll, just, I'll take them. Why not? <laughs> yeah, they were yes. super expensive gems. So he heads on back out of the cave, his pockets brimming with new found riches and stuff. For some reason, my mind, whenever I picture this, my I picture like he's wearing a vest and the pockets go from like the top of his shoulders down to like the bottom of his stomach, and he just—it's a giant pocket on both sides, and he Maybe. just stuffs all it out. I don't know why that's what <laughs> Maybe comes that to is mind. The pocket he had, who knows? Um, but he hurries back to Maybe. his uncle, and his uncle's like, "Okay, mm-hmm. cool, give me the lamp." And Aladdin's like, "Um." Can you just like help me out of here so then I can give you the lamp? <laughs> like, I'm I'm kind of mm-hmm. stuck, and I don't think me pulling the lamp out of my pocket is really gonna help me get up the last step. <laughs> and he's like, "No, just give me the freaking yeah. lamp." And he's like, "Um, can you just get me out of here?" <laughs> and so they're they're at a standstill. So then <laughs> his uncle gets really mad and is like, "Fine," and he closes the cave on him. <laughs> Which I think is the stupidest thing. Like, wh- why? 
Why would you just close the cave when you could get Aladdin out of there, See, get the lamp and everything? That's a good cool. point, because Aladdin trusted him up until this point. And the other thing is, didn't you give him your ring that has a genie in it, too? So, like, now you have no genie. Right? <laughs> that was my thought, too. I was like, Aladdin has the ring with the genie that you gave him before you sent him into the cave. So now you've lost both the lamp and so, the ring. So the magician... I don't what know. was the point? He obviously regrets it. He's like, well, that sucked. I spent my whole life wanting this and now I can't get it because of a dumb 15-year-old. Guess it's time to go home to Africa. <laughs> so he just <laughs> leaves. He's just I dumb. Agree. I agree that he's dumb. Especially later. He's <laughs> like, honestly... Honestly, he could have pulled Aladdin out of there. Aladdin could have been like, okay, hold on. Let me get all these gems out of my pockets. Here's the lamp. And then he yeah. could have taken off. He could have been like, all right, bye. I've never seen everything. you ever again. Exactly. Also, give me my ring back. Everything he wanted, <laughs> he just needed to help Aladdin out. So Yeah. And it's not like in the Disney movie yeah, where the cave no. was like collapsing or anything. Like, no, the, he just he literally just shut Aladdin in and was like, "Well, since you won't give me the lamp right yeah. now." So anyway, bye. he leaves, and Aladdin's like yelling for help for for his uncle, and um, he's like, "No." So then Aladdin realizes that he's like stuck down there, you know, and he's like, yeah. "Okay." Um, I guess I can just, like, try to go back into the halls, but the halls are all closed because the enchantment is gone. The cave isn't awake yeah. anymore because it's closed. And so he's literally just stuck sitting on those steps. <laughs> and this yep. is when we get to the point in, like, our summary that we read where it said that he was, like, rubbing his hands together to pray. I don't know anyone who rubs their hands together to mm -hmm. pray, but, like, okay. Um but he, he winds up I, yeah, I rubbing the, the ring and all of a sudden a genie pops out <laughs> and he, he's like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I, I kind of get the feeling Aladdin doesn't realize that the genie comes from the ring, especially yeah. since he forgets about the ring until the well, same thing happens later. I think he does realize it because he uses the ring a little bit after this, too. I'm pretty sure. He? Maybe he doesn't. Might be crazy. But... I, I don't think he uses it again until the Oh, end. yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He does. Well, he at least tells his he mom does. about it. Yeah, he tells his mom about the genie in the ring. So at least that happened. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So this yeah. genie pops out and he's like, um, can you like get me back to Earth's service and out of here, please? Like, I've been in here for three days, so... And the genie's like, okay. So he does. <laughs> he just pops him right on out on the earth's surface. Uh -huh. And um, Aladdin shows back up to his mom's house. <laughs> After three days, it's like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> and then he faints. Because <laughs> he hasn't eaten or drank anything in three days. Uh -huh. Yeah. <clears throat> it took him that long to rub the ring. Which I feel like... As yeah. a fiddler, I would have rubbed the ring like moments after the guy was gone. So, oh, same. I would be messing with the exactly. ring the entire time. But yeah, so he like fainted, whatever, and then she wakes him up with like smelling salts, you know, those those fun things that startle you awake. And he's like, "Um, so can mm -hmm. I have food?" 
<laughs> and she's like, yeah. yeah. Also, like, tell me what the fuck happened to you because I was worried. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he recounts everything and she gives him all of the food in the house and he's like, okay, cool. And then he sleeps for two days and then he wakes up again. And he's like, I'm hungry. And she's like, we literally have no food. I gave you everything last time you asked for food. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah. okay. I, I think the funny thing is that, you know, at this point, since they don't have any money, they don't have any food, it's like, well, let's sell the lamp. And I'm like, you didn't think to sell, like, the jewels, the gems and the jewels? No, because like, they're just glass. <laughs> you could still sell them, be like, ah, decoration for your house. <laughs> but, like, it was that, like, Aladdin collected all these gems, yeah. apparently for no reason. He was at just all. let them sit in his house. Well, it I'm sure just- that... <laughs> He was Sorry. just going to collect them for the memories. Yeah, and I'm sure that when he fainted, the jewels probably scattered everywhere, you know? True. It was just like, whew, explosion of jewels. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry, I just think it's really funny. This whole story is actually really entertaining. Um, <laughs> it is, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> his mom's like, sure, I guess um let's go ahead and sell that lamp so she starts cleaning it and that's when a genie shows up (laughs) and she freaks out yeah i Uh, think she faints yeah she does faint um and so then aladdin hurries over and it's like oh yo it's me can you uh get me some food thanks (laughs) and the genie's like sure so he brings him like a ton of food and then mm-hmm. just disappears. And my first question, because this is the like first time he's like had a wish from the genie and the lamp. I was like, is there no limit to wishes? Haven't heard a mention of one yet. Yeah, I had a weird, I had a weird <clears throat> comment about this too, because I feel like in the Disney version, um, whoever rubs the lamp, they're the specific person who gets the wish. But here, Aladdin's mother rubbed the lamp, and Aladdin got the wish. Yeah. Because supposedly it's whoever's holding the lamp. Yeah. Oh, okay. Whoever's holding the lamp. Oh. So that's why Aladdin ran and grabbed it and was like, give me food, please. <laughs> gotcha. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. How I mean, like the, ge- the genie would see Aladdin go grab the lamp. So like. Yeah. You would think it's whoever rubbed the lamp. You would, but I don't know. No, <laughs> So Aladdin wakes his mom up once he has food and he's like, hey, look, we're good. And he's like, don't worry yeah. about where all this food came from. <laughs> he's like, don't ask questions, mom. It's fine. <laughs> so they eat pretty, pretty good for like the next little bit. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, now what do we do? We have no more food. So Aladdin's like, oh, you know what? I can sell these platters. So he goes and tries to sell them and he uh, finds someone who recognizes that aladdin has no idea of the value of the silver platters that he's selling so he gives him meager amounts of money for these really expensive platters yep and aladdin's fine with that you know he's able to buy food he's able to like do whatever you know and he goes back um and he just keeps taking a platter out there every time that they need more money mm-hmm. And then, you know, they run out of platters and they run out of food again. <laughs> I find it funny. <laughs> I find it really... <clears throat> Sorry. I find it really funny that instead of, like, 
rubbing the ring or rubbing the lamp again to get more food. They're just like, nah, we'll just sell the platters instead. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I can understand that might be because his mom is like, um, no, get rid of them. They're going to like the genies are going to bring you bad fortune. They're evil, whatever. But at the same time, it's like, you know, you seem to have unlimited wishes. It's true. And it do doesn't whatever. seem like anything bad is happening yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no one has come and, like, burned down your house or something. Like, yeah, no one's you're good. These genies, they don't know they exist. They're just like, where's Aladdin getting all this stuff from? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they're not really questioning it because he was a nobody before and he's still a nobody now. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So I thought it was entertaining that you know the second round of platters of food happens and he tries to go and sell one of the platters in the the bazaar and he can't find the the guy that he was selling to before and the shake guy is like yo come here and uh aladdin's like okay and he's like uh dude you've been cheated that is worth so much more than what you were getting from the other guy and it's it's like it's worth like 20 times more yeah and Aladdin's like oh okay and so the shake is like here I'll buy it from you at an honest price yeah and Aladdin's like okay like all right he's like I get more money for this okay um and so Aladdin you know he he realizes that he literally has no knowledge of the value of anything and it kicks his uh, butt into gear to, like, start actually learning all this stuff. Yeah, I liked that about this version yeah. of Aladdin. Yeah. I liked the fact that he was like, oh, I don't know this. Like, I, I'm actually going to go start learning about this. Yeah. That way, you know, I can. I mean, I, I think part of it, too, is the fact that, you know, mm-hmm. this uncle was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to make you a traitor. Yeah. And Aladdin got really interested in that. And now that he's, you know, selling his platters or whatever, he's and he realizes that he was, you know, gypped the first time. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you know what? No, hold on. I could actually learn and make myself better and yeah. get some sort of like a, a business kind of thing going on yeah. here or whatever. So he starts learning about, you know, value of things and investments and prices and market, all of that stuff. He starts hanging out in the bazaar with all the other merchants, you know, kind of learning from them. And then one day, one fateful day for Aladdin, the princess is coming to the market. So the whole market is shutting down and no one's allowed to be there. But Aladdin's like, LOL, I'm going to be there. (laughs) He's like, time to go back to my old ways. So he goes and hides behind a door. (laughs) Yup. And and waits for her to walk through. And he's like, oh my gosh, I'm in love. (laughs) <laughs> like one mm-hmm. one one sight of this princess he's like yep she's the one for me i'm marrying her <laughs> first of all aladdin i'm pretty sure there's a class system second of all i'm pretty sure you're a little too poor right now <laughs> to marry the princess third you're not noble <laughs> like there's no nobility yeah. in your blood your dad was basically a <laughs> Basically, they're on two opposite ends of the class yeah. system. <laughs> There's no realm in existence where they probably would have ended up together. Mm-hmm. Not at that time period. Nope. <clears throat> um, 
but he's obsessed and he's like mom mom i i'm going to marry her and she's like uh you're crazy because that's not happening <laughs> um <laughs> she's like don't you realize who you are yeah. and who we are and who she is <laughs> She's like, like uh, no, you will have no chance and are crazy for even thinking it. <laughs> and he's yep. like, no, mom, no, you're going to go to the Sultan and ask him to let me marry his daughter. Yeah. And she's like, no, we will both die if I do that. <laughs> she's like, that's not an option because I don't want to die and I don't want you to die. That's not happening. But yeah, so she's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. And he's like, no, 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 it's fine. Just like take this bowl of jewels to him. And it'll be great. And she's like, okay, I guess. (laughs) She's very worried about this. (laughs) Um, But he talks to her all night long and assures her that it will be perfectly fine. And so then she's like, okay, yeah, it'll be fine, I guess. So she decides to follow through on what Aladdin wants and decides to go to the Sultan's levy and hang out there, you know. So she goes for for the first day and doesn't talk to the Sultan. She just stands in his court all day holding this bowl of gems. <laughs> okay. <Yep. laughs> um, and she's like, well, I didn't get to talk to him today. I'll go again tomorrow. So she goes again the next day, and it turns out the levee's closed. Aww. And she's like, oh. And they're like, oh, yeah, he doesn't hold it every day. That's weird. (laughs) Why would he do that? Why would Um, he do that? And so she's like, "Uh, okay. So then she continues going every time that it's open and stays all day long, but still never gets up the courage to go and talk to the sultan because I'm sure she's still scared for her life. But at least she's going. Yep. Aladdin can't complain if she's going. <laughs> um, yeah. So by the sixth or seventh time that she's gone, the sultan's like, who is that old woman? Like, I've seen her every time. Why is she here? Like, what is she waiting for? And the wazir is like, oh, dude. She's probably just here to complain about her man. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I really don't think that's it. So the next time she shows up, can you like bring her in front of me, please? And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. And so she shows up like I I feel like she shows up a few more times and she doesn't get brought in front of him. But then he sees her again and is like, uh. Uh, bring her to me, please. <laughs> Over here. <laughs> and so she gets brought in front of him and he's like, "Um, so like, why are you here? And what are you holding under like your cloak or whatever it is? <laughs> and she's like, well, um, my son really likes your daughter. <laughs> and you had me bring these jewels. Um... And I'm sorry if this is, like, really inappropriate or bad. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And he's like, well, let me see the jewels. (laughs) And so she shows him them, and he's like, whoa, that's a lot of really priceless jewels. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's basically like, oh, shit. (laughs) Like, like, okay. All right. All right. right. I think your son might be worthy of being the bridegroom to my daughter. (laughs) We can make something work. Exactly. But then the wazir's like, Sultan, 
excuse you, my son is betrothed to your daughter. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and he's like, at least give me like three months to see if I can bring something more priceless. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay. So then he's like, hey, um, give us like a three month thing. And at the end of the three months, I'll summon you and we'll we'll get them married, you know? Yeah. And she's like, okay, cool. So she leaves and tells Aladdin all about the three months and everything. And Aladdin's like, okay. So he waits so excited for these three months to go by. And at the second, at the end of the second month, at the beginning of the third, um, Aladdin's mother heads on out to the streets and it's like why are you guys decorating everything like why is everything so fancy (laughs) and they're like um why do you not know that the princess is getting married (laughs) yeah and she's like it's only been two months how is she getting married and how is she not getting married to aladdin (laughs) yeah and she's like, I wasn't even told about this. Like, I feel like I should have been alerted, but okay. And um, so she goes home and tells Aladdin, and he's like, what the heck? I'm not okay with this. But then he's like, you know what, Mom? It's fine. It'll all be great. I'm happy. We're good. It'll be happy in the end. Don't worry. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I think she might have kind of forgotten about the genie at this point. That Yeah, that's kind of my guess. Because I think she's... <laughs> because I immediately was like, what the hell is Aladdin going to ask the genie for here? <laughs> right? Yeah. And like, I, I mean, like, I think Aladdin at this point is also just using the genie out of sight of his mother. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why she... Well, that was their agreement. Yeah. So. Yeah. That would be why he's using the genie out of sight. <laughs> but yeah. 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 So but Aladdin's yeah. like, it's great. What? I was say, but yeah, I, I definitely was like, what is Aladdin going to do with the genie? <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah. So, you know, this is the first night of their wedding. The first night they're supposed to be together. And Aladdin's like, hey, genie, I need you to make that not happen. Uh-huh. And I need you to make it not happen until this marriage is done. Okay? <laughs> so so it happens multiple nights in a row until the vizier's son is like, mm, I can't. I'm not, thought, I'm not feeling this. I thought what? this was the weirdest solution for Aladdin <laughs> to come up with. He's like, all right. I, uh, Jeannie, I want you to bring the bride and the bridegroom and the bed to my house and you know lock the bridegroom up in the in the toilet and then I'm just gonna you know put like this pillow in between me and the princess and we're just gonna sleep oh it wasn't a pillow it was a scimitar oh, oh was it yeah oh, that was a pillow it was for some a reason straight up sword <laughs> <laughs> he put a sword between him and the sleeping princess <laughs> um that's even funnier. Yes, yes, yeah. Not a pillow. Pillow <laughs> would be a reason- little bit better, you know? Yeah. For some reason, I thought it was a pillow, but that, okay. <laughs> no, it, it was a scimitar. 
But yeah. that's the weirdest yeah. solution a that nice Aladdin could come up curved with. Curved sword. Yeah. Um, but it's fine. <laughs> yes, no, Aladdin yeah. has some interesting. Uh, I don't know. He's weird. I'm real honest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that happens. It happens and happens and happens and happens until finally the wazir's like, or the wazir's son is like, Dad, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. I cannot be in this marriage anymore. <laughs> and yeah, and the thing too is the fact that, you know, uh, the, after the first night that it happens, you know, the sultan goes in to greet the bride and bridegroom and the princess does not speak nope. at all. And I think like the, the wazir's son just like, left and was yeah. like bye yeah he was gone and so after after let's see i think i think it only happened for two nights um yeah but the sultan was finally like okay daughter if you don't tell me what happens you know i'm just i'm gonna kill you you're gonna die <laughs> like <laughs> which i think that part is so funny because later on in the story happens we'll talk about it but we'll, we'll get there Oh my gosh. <laughs> but it's just like, you're going to kill your daughter because she's not speaking to you. <laughs> cool, Sultan. Cool. Like, okay. Right. <laughs> um, But then also, like, the Sultan asks the wazir to go and check on his son about what happened, too, so that they can, like, you mm-hmm. know, compare stories. And he's like, yeah, dad, this is exactly what happened. And I, I can't. And his dad's like, um can you just like wait it out one more night because like you shouldn't be giving up being the son-in-law to the sultan yeah like i want you to become the future sultan so (laughs) and he's like okay i guess but um but when the sultan hears that the stories match he's like yeah that marriage ain't happening anymore thanks (laughs) yep it's like no we're we're calling this off he he kicks them out of the palace yeah yeah He's like, you guys can't be here anymore either. Bye bye. <laughs> so they're gone, you know, and and that marriage is broken. It's done. It's mm-hmm. all done. Aladdin's goal happened, and so then Al- Aladdin's like, Mom, I need you to go back to the palace and remind the Sultan about me at the end of the three months. And she's like, Okay. So at the end of the three months, she goes and she's like, Hey, spend three months. Is she going to marry my son or not? <laughs> and the sultan's like, oh, oh, yeah, that's right. And he's like, but you look really poor. So <laughs> how about this? If you can bring me this and this and this, then, yeah, yeah, she'll marry your son. And yeah. he's like, I know she can't do this, so it's fine. I don't have to worry about that either. The funny thing too is the fact that you know she brought these huge gems and jewels to him, and like, sure, she's dressed like a pauper. She probably look, you know, she looks like one. She probably smells like one. Yeah. Um, and he's just like, she got these jewels. I don't know where she got them from, but she's poor. <laughs> no way. And it's like you you would wonder where she got them instead of just assuming she's poor. You would think. Yeah, yeah, you know, but but he doesn't he doesn't really have that forethought. So yeah. he's like, here, let me just make this really impossible request that's actually super possible with a genie. Um, two genies. <laughs> you're right, two genies. <laughs> and so she's like, okay, so she goes home. And she's like, hey, Aladdin. Um, he said that you can marry her if you can do this. 
And he's like, oh, okay, <laughs> I got you. Why don't you go do this thing? And then you can come back and we'll just like hang out. And she was like, okay. So she left and he was like, all right, Jeannie, get me all of this. And he's like, okay. So he does. And then she comes back and is like, the, oh. <laughs> the, okay. That's, that's the thing too, because you know, what the Sultan had requested, it was like something about like four, 40 not gold four, 40 of jewels with slaves, slaves to carry them and units and, to walk with them. Yeah. So that's 80 people in total. Yeah. And in my mind, Aladdin doesn't live in a very big place, a very no. big house. And all of a sudden there's just 80 people in his house. Well, that was my problem with the bed thing being brought into the house. Right. Because if his yeah. house is really a impoverished house, then there's, there's no, no space for that. for that either. Yeah. So big questions. <laughs> Tons of questions. I was, uh, but I was just like, there's 80 people in Aladdin's house. I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. And they were just all hanging out. And then his yeah. mom came back and was like, oh, cool. And so she walks back to the palace with all of them following her. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's another interesting thing because it's like, ah, yes, this pauper woman actually brought all, everything I asked for. Like, like where do you find 40 available slaves and 40 available eunuchs. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it's, I think it's more, it's also more like, okay, she's a pauper. Yeah. Where'd she get that? And then I feel like that's when the Sultan should have questioned, like, is she actually a pauper? Yeah. Because, what? Yeah. But, but also, also, I... Oh, sorry, go for it. Oh, I was saying, but also, I, I asked this later in my notes, but it's just a random one-off little question i had the the question is did the genie get all these people from somewhere or did he just create them and if he created them does that make him their god that is what i was gonna ask is like is there really nothing wrong with the genie just randomly creating people right because i feel like he does that a lot (laughs) because yeah because i'm like in my mind you have to get these items and these people from somewhere. Yeah. Like, you can't just create them out of thin air. I mean, maybe you can. I don't know. But, like, specifically the people, I'm like, mm, where'd you get them? Yeah. <laughs> where? But anyway, yeah. she heads out there and, like, they're all there. And the sultan is like, oh, my gosh, cool. You actually brought that. And the wazir... He's like, so is this is this good enough, Vizier? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, no. <laughs> and so then the Sultan's like, oh, you're just jealous. <laughs> so then he sends Aladdin's mother back to let Aladdin know that the proposal has been accepted and that Aladdin can officially be the bridegroom to the princess. Yeah. Because he's like, I'm not asking anything else that's more ridiculous. That's weird because he already did this one. Um, And so then Aladdin is like, oh, all right, cool. So then he's like, hey, Genie, can I look like a prince? And can you get me some more slaves and riches to bring to the palace, please? And the Genie's like, okay. (laughs) So he just does it. (laughs) I guess so. I just, you'd think that there would be something that would stop him from wishing for more things. Right, yeah. But I guess not. Also, is the Sultan actually okay with Aladdin giving him all of these, like, 
new mouths to feed at the palace. Right. I would say that's my thing, too, because it's like, okay, maybe he's just asking for these things just to ask and see if it'll actually happen because he assumes it's not going to happen. But same time, it's like, okay, you asked for them. Here they are. Now what? Did you do you have a plan for them? (laughs) Like have lives or are you just going to let them die? (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the Sultan, I mean, Aladdin shows up and Sultan's like, oh my gosh, you're like super cool. I'm really glad that you're marrying my daughter. (laughs) Yeah. And the vizier gets even more jealous of Aladdin and, um, Aladdin, instead of having that first night of marriage with his bride, his his love and trust the princess um he's like oh dude i i don't think i can do that tonight because i'm gonna build a pavilion (laughs) (laughs) and it's gonna be fine i'm gonna build a pavilion for me and the princess and then we can be together (laughs) and i'm like okay aladdin you're a weirdo (laughs) (laughs) Uh, pavilions don't just pop up overnight but this one did (laughs) Here's the thing, too. You know, when I was reading this, I was like, ah, pavilion. I was kind of thinking something much less big and extravagant as it is. Nope. Because in my mind, a pavilion is just like a like a bigger gazebo or yeah, something, you know? That's exactly But no, right. this is a house. <laughs> this is a palace, basically. You built a palace. Yeah. Not that far from the Sultan's palace. Nope. Literally... In the direct window of the sultan's mm-hmm. room. <laughs> like, the sultan can look out his window yeah. and see the pavilion. Yeah. And he did it on purpose that way. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Well, so I think the mean, sultan gave him that land. I think the sultan went, ah, you can use oh, this yeah. land over here. Yeah, I think you're right. But it just happened to be in his window. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Um, but, yeah, so Aladdin has the genie build him this fun palace. Like, it's really fancy. It's furnished got everything you could ever hope for um and then the sultan sees it and is like whoa and i'm a real honest i don't think aladdin knows when to stop wishing for things yeah i don't think so (laughs) because Mm -hmm. not only does he wish for this pavilion but he comes back to the sultan and brings more gifts. See, here's the funny thing, too. Like, at first, when he came back home and realized he had two genies, like, he he wasn't wishing for a whole lot. He was wishing for food on, like, silver platters every once in a while. Yeah, things and then they needed. Those. Yeah. <laughs> but now he's like, ah, I, I'm going to be marrying the princess. So now I have to have everything extravagant. And so he keeps wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing and wishing. Yeah. As now it's like, yeah, okay, now he can't stop. Before, okay. though, he was hardly ever using the genie. That's true. He was. He was only using it every so often to be able to yeah. get them some food. Mm-hmm. But it's because he saw the princess. Yeah. He went a little crazy. Um. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so... Apparently, you know, we hear some more about the princess right now. She's pretty fickle because she's in love with Aladdin now, but she doesn't know him. And, you know, before that, she was in love with the vizier's son, too. So, 
I think she's just really fickle because she doesn't yeah. even know them. Um, but Aladdin and the princess have a night full of festivities and then they spend their first night together and all I'm asking is how she doesn't know that he's the one that like kidnapped her at the beginning. Yeah. The, the, was it just really too dark or something? I guess. Okay. You gotta remember Aladdin's a pauper. He doesn't have enough money for okay. you know lamps and whatnot. He has a lamp. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like at that point, though, he would have had enough money to buy oil and an oil lamp. Right? Maybe not, I had the though. same thought. Maybe not. Um, but, you know, it's fine. So then he invites the sultan and all of the sultan's important people to come and eat at their pavilion. Mm-hmm. And the sultan, you know, they, they walk in. It's his first time really seeing the palace pavilion thing. And he notices one window that's not finished. And he's like, mm-hmm. why did you do that? And Aladdin's like, oh, it just didn't get finished. And he's like, well, I will finish it for you. And Aladdin's like, okay. So then he he tries really hard. He gets his jewelers to, you know, bring all of his jewels and gems and whatever out of the, the treasury and out of the grand treasury or whatever. And none of it works. And so then he's like, okay, well, you know what? Let's get all of the jewels and stuff from everyone else, okay? <laughs> and so he, he takes all of the jewels from, like, the viziers and everything. And he's like, okay, well, that didn't happen either. So then Aladdin looks at it and is like, that is so ugly. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so he has the people who are working on it take all of those jewels out and take them all back to where they came from. <laughs> And then he's like, hey, Genie, can you finish that window, please? (laughs) I mean, like, I I think if I remember correctly, the reason Aladdin had one window unfinished was to show to like essentially like, quote unquote, prove that regular people just came and built the pavilion overnight. Yeah. And that like not everything's going to be perfect. It's not like he wished for this pavilion to just pop out of thin air. <laughs> so it was yeah. it was to to essentially prove that hey, I'm human too. You know? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the sultan realizes that the window got finished and he's like, "What the heck?" <laughs> Elan's like, "Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> I just brought my jewelers back. It's don't worry about it. It's no big deal." And he's like, no "Your jewelers can do what mine took 3 months to do." Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> um, but whatever. <laughs> so then there comes a war and people are trying to attack the Sultan. And Aladdin goes, Heck no, techno. And so then <laughs> he leads his own army to fight against these ruffians. Yep. And he comes back from war. And he is well-loved by everyone. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then the plot thickens. Because up until now, everything has been hunky-dory. You know? But then, you know, the magician is like, ugh, 
I'm still so upset about not getting that lamp. And then he's like, you know what? I'm going to go see if it's there. And so then he goes and does his like little weird magic test thing to see if the lamp is there. And it's not. And he does a little magic test to see if Aladdin is there. And he's not. And he's like, what? Aladdin's supposed to be dead. And so he's like, so Aladdin got out and has the lamp and is like living it up with my lamp. <laughs> it's, so- it's funny that the magician didn't think, hey, Aladdin has my ring that has a genie in it. Hey, Aladdin got the lamp that has a genie in it. Hmm, I, w- I wonder how he got out. No idea. None at all. There's no possible way he could have gotten out at all. He must just really have thought that Aladdin was a literal idiot. <laughs> Apparently. Because I'm, I'm not sure what else can d- explain that, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, just I mean, it, you have to understand the magician is also a literal idiot since he just decided to close Aladdin in. True. So... So, he decides, you know what, I'm going to go ruin Aladdin, because I literally hate him, and I want my lamp, even though it's not his. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so, he goes into town, he's back, you know, guess he's back, back again, uh, and he uh, he gets himself some new lamps. And he goes around being like, oh, I'm trading new lamps for old lamps. I'm trading new lamps for old lamps. First of all, why would anyone ever do that? Mm-hmm. Um, but he does it anyway. And so he goes over to the pavilion where Aladdin actually is not currently at. He's on a hunting trip. And so he's there and the princess hears him like, shouting down there and she's like what does he want <laughs> and they're like oh he, he's trading new lamps for old lamps and she's like oh you know Aladdin has an old lamp we could do that let's trade it <laughs> and so they do <laughs> and he has accomplished his goal and is like cool 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 now I'm taking everything <laughs> and so he <laughs> gets the genie out of the lamp and is like hey dude can you, like, bring this whole pavilion and everyone inside of it to Africa? And the genie's like, yeah, okay, it's done. Snap. You know, <laughs> gets it done. And then, you know, the princess is just gone. And the sultan is like, where's the pavilion? Where is my daughter? <laughs> I think it's interesting that the sultan was the first one to notice Mm-hmm. Because in my head, I feel like if if the magician is walking down like a street, whatever, yelling about like, oh, I'm trading new lamps for old lamps, you would think there's millions of people around, right? Yeah. So how is the sultan the first one to be like, hey, the pavilion's gone? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know. Makes no sense to me, but made sense to him i guess i guess yeah so (laughs) so the sultan gets really mad you know he's like my daughter's gone and he's like 
where's Aladdin? And they're like, he's on a hunting trip. And he's like, bring him back here in irons. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they chain Aladdin up. They bring him back. The whole town sees this and they're like, wait, no, we love Aladdin. He's been giving us money and stuff. Like, we don't want oh, that's him right. to die. <laughs> oh, I forgot Aladdin was giving them all money. Well, just because of all his little parades where they were like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Gold. But, um, but they're like, he can't die. If he dies, we raise your castle, <laughs> palace, mm-hmm. whatever it's called. And the Sultan's I like, think, oh. <laughs> I think the funny thing is the fact that, you know, it's like, ah, the pavilion's gone. Aladdin's on a hunting trip. Obviously, he did it. Obviously. It's his fault. Obviously. So, um, you know, the Sultan definitely wanted to behead Aladdin, but he can't because all of his peasants <laughs> mm-hmm. have said, absolutely not. We will kill you and destroy your home. <laughs> and yep. the Sultan's like, oh, okay, guess I will pardon you. And Aladdin's like, just give me 40 days, 40 days to get the pavilion and the princess back. And if I can't do it in those 40 days, you can kill me. You can behead me. Mm-hmm. And Sultan's like, hmm. Okay. <laughs> so then, you know, Aladdin remembers about his his ring genie and is like, "Hey, hey, come back!" <laughs> and uh, the genie shows up and is like, "Yeah, what do you need?" And Aladdin's like, "So, can you like bring the pavilion back?" And he's like, "Yeah, I can't do that because that's the lamp genie's magic, and I can't reverse the lamp genie's magic." But, um. I might be able to take you to where it is. <laughs> and Len's I, like, I can't do that. <laughs> I think it's interesting that this, the genie of the ring knows that the genie of the lamp moved the pavilion. Because I feel like the genie of the ring wouldn't have known. He would have been like, ah, that's that's weird. Um, Where is it? Yeah, I don't know. Like, really do the genies that. have like a group text going or something? Like, hey, yeah, I just, I just moved the pavilion. Just wanted to let you know in case Aladdin is like, hey, move it back. But, uh... Maybe they do. <laughs> maybe they do. Um, maybe they, maybe whenever they're in their lamp or their ring, they just have like video calls, and they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, what, what kind of shit's going on with you? Probably. What, what have you been asked to do today? Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, uh, Aladdin, you know, gets teleported out to where the pavilion is. And the princess looks out the window and sees him and is like, Aladdin. And Aladdin's like, princess. (laughs) (laughs) And so he climbs up there, you know. And uh, she's like, oh my gosh, dude, like, I am so sorry about this. And Aladdin's like, do you know where my lamp is? And she's like, the guy took it. He has it on him. I'm really sorry. That's how we got into this mess. I was trying to get a new one. I didn't know that that one was, like, special. And he's like, it's fine. We'll fix it. It's good. We got this. (laughs) This this is one of those things where I'm like, I feel like Aladdin should have said something to her about, hey, that lamp is special. Leave it alone. It has, like, lie to her and say it has sentimental value or something. I don't know. I agree, but... Maybe he at the same time, no one would ever try to get rid of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would say at the same time, it's like, you know, I don't... Is there really a reason to mention it? No. So anyway, Aladdin's like, it's fine. I got this. I have a plan. Okay. 
we're gonna kill him and get the lamp back yeah so i'll be right back so he leaves and still some poor guy's clothes after offering to trade clothes and the guy absolutely refuses he That's refuses these thing. really nice clothes to keep his bad lame clothes right i'm like why would you say no to trading clothes like maybe it's because you know um like what's what's gonna happen because i i guess like the peasant could be thinking let's trade clothes oh so you want me to strip and then you're just gonna kill me right this is a sport like what's happening so it's like on one hand i understand why he said no to trading clothes but on the other hand i'm like you could have gotten some really nice clothes for sure Um, instead aladdin just steals them (laughs) Yeah, it's fine. You know, whatever. Uh, But, you know, he steals those clothes. He's like, thanks. I left my clothes as a gift. (laughs) You you know what? You know what Aladdin could have done instead? What? Could have been like, hey, genie of the ring, give me some peasant clothes. Okay, that's very (laughs) true. (laughs) I think you're right. He might have forgotten about that genie again. Probably. Um, But he does that, you know, he, like, buys some, like, perfume or whatever i'm sure he also buys the poison uh and then he heads mm-hmm. right back up to the the pavilion and he's like hey princess um this is the poison that you will use when you are drinking wine with the magrabi magrabi yeah yeah the magician this is what you'll use and she's like oh okay <laughs> and he's like, it's fine. It'll just knock him out. You know, he'll he'll kind of look like he's dead, but he's not dead. And yeah. she's like, okay. So then he leaves. And the, the magician dude comes back and is like, hey, princess. And she's like, hey, magician dude. <laughs> and she's like, I actually am not sad about Aladdin anymore. And I'm really interested into you, you know. <laughs> Like, I, I want to be with you. <laughs> I was like, the Disney movie did this part really well. <laughs> oh, yes, they did. They kept this part in. <laughs> yep. Um, and he's like, oh, you want me? And she's like, yeah, I do. Let's, like, drink some wine. I want to try your wine, though, not mine. And he's like, yeah. Okay, I'll go get I'll go get some wine. And she's like, no, 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 send one of your guys to do it. And he's like, well, I'm the only one who knows where it is, so... I have to do it. And she's like, oh, okay, go get it then. And so he does. And he brings it back. And they have tons of wine, you know. And they drink some glasses. And then on the third glass, she's like, hey, I don't know if this is weird, but this is a tradition that we have in my culture where, like, lovers drink from the other's cup for the third glass. (laughs) And he's like, yep. Oh, okay, I guess. And so... (laughs) She has one of her little handmaiden ladies bring him the glass that has the, like, poison that's going to, like, knock him out in it. And they give it to him. And she takes his glass and is like, drink, 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 drink. And then he drinks his, too. And, you know, he, he does pass out. Like, he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and the princess is all tipsy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny that they, like, had to add that detail in. Right, and Aladdin yeah. shows up and is like, okay, go to the other room. And she's like, yeah. okay. So they all leave, except for Aladdin and 
the magrabi. And he's like, uh, you're dead. He kills him. Then Aladdin goes and hangs out with the princess. You know, they just leave the magrabi's body there. And he's like, oh, one more thing. Genie, can you uh, take us back to China? And the genie's like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and so let's he moves the pavilion it. back. And um, so then Aladdin and the, and the princess just like chill. They get to like hang out, spend some time together. It's been a while. And then uh, the sultan wakes up and he's had this habit of just looking out the window every day to see if it's back. <laughs> and today mm-hmm. it's back. And he's like, oh my gosh. So he gets really ready really quickly to go over there and Aladdin meets him halfway and then they start walking up to where the princess is and she's also excited so she comes down to meet them and they're all like oh my gosh party (laughs) and it's all great you know complete ending oh wait that's not the end hold on (laughs) yeah I I just want I just want to add in um you know Aladdin and the princess tell the story to the sultan about what happened And I really liked that the Sultan apologizes to Aladdin for almost having his head chopped off. Yeah, he does. It was like, oh, that's nice. Okay, a nice little ending. He's also like, oh, the body's still there? Let me just take care of that for you. Yeah, yeah, that too. (laughs) It's kind of like, all right, right. This this is a good ending. It is the end, right? It's a good ending, right? Right? (laughs) Right. No, it's not. There's a necromancer coming up. Um, (laughs) So... That magician was not as bad as his brother, the necromancer, who (laughs) realizes that his brother is now dead. And is like, well, that's weird. Why is he dead? And why is he dead in China? (laughs) Yeah. So he's like, okay. And then he realizes Aladdin killed him. And he's like, hmm. Yeah, that won't do. I'm going to kill Aladdin. So he heads on out to China <laughs> and he shows up and, you know, he, he kind of hangs out in the town a little bit, chilling with the peeps and they're, they're all excited because Fatima is there and he's like, who's Fatima? <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> she gives us blessings and heals us. And she's like, wonderful. And he's like, oh, okay (laughs) and so then he's like i'm gonna follow her so then he does he follows her to her home and he's like okay cool good to know and then he goes and wakes her up with a blade to her throat and is like if you make a single sound i will literally kill you and she's like okay And so he's like, okay, you're going to do absolutely everything I tell you to do. You're going to make me look like you. And she's like, okay. So she makes a paste that, like, makes him look like her or whatever. And gives him, like, her staff and, like, all of this other stuff. Like, information, you know, whatever. And then and, and she like, she basically, like, teaches him how yeah. to be her. Like, her yeah. walk and her and just everything. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> and... <laughs> Then, you know, being the wonderful human being that he is, he mm-hmm. goes, hey, can you bring me, like, a string? And she's like, yeah, sure. So she does. And then he strangles her to death. Yeah. And so that's the end of wonderful, helpful Fatima. 
because she will not be giving any more healings. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So he's like, cool. And he heads on down to the village as Fatima. And he like has covered his like beard so that no one can like see that he's a man. And he goes and hangs out like literally at the pavilion. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And it's like, I will heal you all. I'm here. And they're like, yay. And then the princess is like, what is happening down there? And her like maid, handmaidens, whatever they are, they're like, oh, girl, that's Fatima. And she's like, well, can you bring her up here? He's like, I need her. Like, she's going to live here with me now. So, and they're like, okay. So they bring her up there. Her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and. Um, the necromancer's like, oh, yeah, I'm totally Fatima. Like, this is it. And she's like, well, you can live here. And he's like, oh, but no. And she's like, no, you are going to live here. And he's like, okay. Um, (laughs) and then, like, they're just, like, hanging out and talking. And, uh, this fake Fatima, played by the the Magrabi's brother, who's also a Magrabi. Um, <laughs> he's like, um, you know, your pavilion's perfect, except that it's missing this one thing. And um, I think that you should get it. It shouldn't be too hard to get. And it's like the Rook's egg or whatever. And uh, mm-hmm. And the princess is like, oh, Okay, I'll tell Aladdin. And so then Aladdin comes back and she's like, hey, Aladdin, you know, our pavilion's like perfect except for this. And he's like, oh, okay, that's fine. I got you. I'll go ask the genie for that right now. So he leaves and he like asks the genie for it. And he's like, what is wrong with you? That is our liege lady. And you can't do that. Also, this guy's here pretending to be Fatima and he's going to try and kill you. <laughs> Here's my question. I just thought about this. Yes. But how, how did this brother, the one pretending to be Fatima, how does he know that Aladdin has genies? Because I'm assuming he knows since he specifically asked for that specific egg. I don't know. Maybe because his brother was always obsessed with genies. Maybe. I have no clue, though. But I, I just feel like he has to know. Yeah. Somehow. He has to know. He probably sensed yeah. it or something because they have those probably. weird sensing abilities. I would say um, he, he probably heard stories about, oh, Aladdin and how all this magic, whatever happened. Yeah. The pavilion was built in one night and blah, blah, yeah. blah. So, so, yeah, the genie gets upset and leaves. He's mad. He's like, bye, Aladdin. <laughs> Goes back into his little home. And Aladdin... <laughs> yeah. You know, he he conveniently gets a headache. And the princess is like, oh my gosh, I know exactly who can help you. And he's like, oh, who? And she's like, Fatima. I have her living with us now. And Aladdin's like, oh, okay. So then, you know, she brings him to Fatima. And Aladdin's like, all right, I'm ready. Heal me. And just as Fatima, quote unquote Fatima, gets her his hands <laughs> almost yeah. near Aladdin. She like pulls out a blade, you know, 
And Aladdin's like, yeah, I don't think so. And he grabs the blade. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and he's like, I can kill you, though. And he stabs him in the heart. <laughs> yep. And the princess freaks out. She's like, you just killed Fatima. And he's like, bro, I didn't kill Fatima. Fatima's already dead. He's like, look, this is a guy. <laughs> and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry that I almost got you killed twice now. <laughs> And you're like, okay. <laughs> Way to go, Jasmine. Not. She's just a <laughs> <Yeah>. princess. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, she feels very sad that she put him in harm's way. And he's like, oh, girl, it's fine. Literally, don't worry about it. Like, I'm okay. You're okay. We're good. And then the sultan comes up and is like, oh, another dead body? Okay, I'll take care of that one, too. <laughs> and so he does. And then... Uh, you know, they basically live happily ever after, and then the sultan dies, and then mm-hmm. Aladdin becomes the sultan, and, you know, they continue to live happily ever after. The end. Yeah. It actually did have a, a good ending. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I I think the funny thing is that, you know, the sultan is just like, ah, oh, dead body? Oh, whatever. We'll get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just I'm just thinking about the, uh, the sultan from the Disney movie, and I'm like, you know what? I think they got him down pretty good in the movie no, too i agree i think that was pretty accurate pretty good representation i mean i've always loved the sultan in the disney movie but it's like now that i've read the story now that we've talked about it i'm like well you know what i i do see this sultan in him yeah in the in the animated version huh yeah interesting yeah it's pretty great um but yeah that's the story yeah that's it and i think it's pretty entertaining actually it, I would say it, it definitely is a good story. Just be aware it's really long. <laughs> or you could just listen to this episode because we literally yeah. covered like everything. We yeah, we literally covered like the entire thing. <laughs> but I feel like maybe my interpretations of some of it was really entertaining, especially yes. at the beginning. But you know what? Yes. <laughs> Your interpretations are great. I love well, them. I try. I try really hard. I really don't, but like it's just how I read it in my head. Like, that's how I make it make sense. Understood. Yeah. It's like, if I read it and I'm like, okay, do I totally understand that? Let me see. Can I put it in my terms? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. We're good. So that's why I just think it's funny that he was like, hell yeah, I can be fancy now. (laughs) (laughs) Aladdin, you weren't fancy as a merchant. You were fancy as a prince. (laughs) Yeah. But he could have been fancy anyway because he had a genie who could give him clothes. Right? Whatever. It's fine. Um, I mean, I feel like Aladdin continued to live his lazy lifestyle, though. He never actually worked for anything. True. So. Yeah. I think they improved the Aladdin character in the movies for Disney. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Because I, I struggle to really like this Aladdin. <laughs> Same, yeah. Cause Real he's, rough. <laughs> he's basically just a little shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, I, I do... I Like, I think the only thing that I really like about this Aladdin is the character development when he realizes he's getting ripped off with the yeah. platters and decides, yeah. um, let's learn. You well, know? I agree. Because he does start actually, like, actively trying to be better at stuff and all that. Yeah. So... That is something else. But But like otherwise, I could care less about this one. Yeah, for sure. But it's a good story. It's Um, a very good story. Definitely different. 
from anything I'd ever heard about Aladdin. And Mm -hmm. I highly recommend reading it. Yeah, same. Even though you just got a very in-depth summary right now. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not really sure what else. I don't think there's anything else we have to say. I don't think so. I think that's it. We will be back with the animated movie. Yes. And it'll be great. It'll be so fun. I love that movie so much. Anyway. Anyways. Well, I guess we should leave leave a little little magic magic wherever wherever you you go. go. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Books, Movies, and Musicals Oh My. If you'd like to connect with us, be sure to check us out on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and Facebook at BMMOMI. Be sure to check out our website at bmmomi.wixsite.com slash home. And check us out on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmmomi. You can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.omi at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family, and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye! Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. This holiday season, pay tribute to the people who fought for our freedom to celebrate. Featuring the largest American flag in the region, Spirit Park is now open at National Harbor, honoring active duty military and veterans. Take some time this holiday to remember, offer gratitude, and be inspired by the sacrifices of our service men and women who make our way of life possible. Plan your visit at nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark. That's nationalharbor.com slash spiritpark.